Super Talk Mississippi media production. Southern Miss fans know the number one stop for Golden Eagle Apparel is Campus Book Mart on Hardy Street in Hattiesburg. Baseball, basketball, football, Campus Book Mart has it covered with clothing to fit the young and old, big and small Golden Eagle in your family. You can visit the store on Hardy Street, shop online at campusbookmart.net, or call in your order and have it mailed to your front door. However you choose to buy, always visit Campus Book Mart first. You won't be sorry. Campus Book Mart and Southern Miss, to the top. Or free record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. All right, everybody. Welcome to the Eagle Hour on Super Talk Mississippi. We're on the road today. We're on Highway 98 West in Hattiesburg at Columbia Block and Brick, and we are happy to be down here. Big, beautiful showroom with outdoor furniture, outdoor kitchens, great barbecue grills, lots to talk about in the next hour. We'll be bringing Adam Pittman from Columbia Block and Brick on the show here momentarily, along with Josh Williamson, one of his customers and the owner of JBW Construction Company. Bob, Luke, Kelly, and Cliff Russell were all here at Columbia Block and Brick uh, on a Thursday afternoon. Cliff, thanks for joining us a little early today. Yeah, no, thanks for having me. We're glad to be down here. Always enjoy being on the road, and uh, Kelly will be talking uh, to some folks from Columbia Block and Brick here in just a moment. But guys, look around you, man. This is pretty nice digs for a bunch of guys like us. Yeah, our set is actually part of what's available. These seats are extremely comfortable. Yes. Yes. Big, nice table. They got everything for your home uh, here. There's no question uh, about that. Man, a big week of of headlines in the Southern Miss family, of course, all revolving around baseball. The final Uh, regular season series against a rival like Louisiana coming in here. I'm, I mean, it, be fun. everything's at a fever pitch this weekend. I and mean, let us say real quickly before we get to that, William Carey winning really big. Looks like William Carey will be going to the NAIA World Series. In Pocatello, Idaho. They'll leave next week. Yeah. It'll begin a week from Friday. Also, some breaking news. Looks like Southern Miss and Old Miss are finalizing a, a basketball game in Biloxi this year, two mm. days before Christmas. How about that? I'm glad be to fun. see that Old Miss finally came around to something like that, right? <laughs> that their program has elevated itself to the fact that, to the point where it could play teams like Southern Miss. Well, they want to play the best out-of-conference competition they can, you know. An actual amateur team, I might add, that they want to. That, well, that would help their, what do you call, yeah. the strength of schedule in basketball. This is, a, so we're, we're chopping at the University of Mississippi Oxford right now, but do you think they'll cancel it if it hurts their net? Do you think? I think that's a very good possibility. <laughs> I think that's a very good possibility. Well, it came down between Southern Miss and Cal Poly Pomona or Southern yeah. New Hampshire. Uh, so. yeah. All right, Cliff. Uh, all right, Cliff. So we haven't talked to you since the big breaking news. Uh, we all pretty much know Christian Ostrander is fixed to be the next baseball coach. But before we talk about that, your thoughts about Scott Berry's uh, retirement? Yeah, I, I'll just – you know, I'm not sure what I can say, what nobody else has already said. But, I mean, obviously what he's done for not not just the school and this team, but just the community itself is, is just unprecedented. And, um, you know, the consistency that he's won at, at this level is, is what stands out for me. And, and uh, the way he's done it in, in 
I tell you, for me, it's it's the how he's done it, and you know, it's one thing to put a good product on the field, but he he's done it. You know, they, they've been successful because of the leadership and the type of guys that he brings in and what he molds those guys into once they get on campus, and that's 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 in my opinion why you see such the consistent product on the field is because of his leadership not necessarily obviously you have to have a good product and, and he got recruits good players but it's what he does once they get on campus and, and that to me is the difference and, and it's what he has in that clubhouse and that leadership year to year and that consistency and it's that's just it for him is he's more worried about what happens with those guys once they get off campus right. or it's just as important I should say and um, you know, it, it's certainly just uh, a huge loss for college baseball and, and having him around this game. And, um, you know, certainly we just wish him well and, and appreciate everything he's done for this school. And, and anybody that's ever played for him says the same thing. I, I think we know, Luke, who's going to be the next coach. Sure. So, so as a former football player, that's a, that's kind of a seamless transition for the kids on the team. It is, and it's pretty amazing when you think about it. This will be, what, the uh, the third seamless transition in a row. You know, which is though, which is un, unheard of. Yeah, for for me, Cliff, it's kind of like because <clears throat> because the the Cajuns are in town. You're you're trying to secure at least the co championship. You won't be the two seed. I mean, the one seed if Coastal sweeps Marshall. But for me, it's like I was trying to think if if you know before a bowl game or going into last week of the regular season, if Coach Bauer would announce his retirement. Like like I, in one way, it would be like okay, we know who's next. So we all assume that that Australian will be the next coach, but it's like on the player side, you want to give Scott Berry his recognition. Everybody does. You, if you don't host, this is the last time for him to coach in the Pete. But, but as far as a baseball player psyche, does it does it mess with him at all? In, a, in a, probably the biggest series of the year. No, I don't think so. Not at all. And and I can guarantee you, Coach Berry is not going to let it get to that sure. point. And I think we all probably know. This probably was not Coach Barry's idea. Like sure. he, he coached, but this he doesn't want the spotlight, and we we know that we know the type of person he is, and it's just not what he prefers. If I had to guess, he probably wanted to announce it somewhere at the hunting camp in the off season yeah. and just say, hey, "I'm not coming back," you know. Um, but he is certainly due the 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 recognition and the send off that he deserves. But to answer your question, no. I mean, th- these guys are, um, you know, they're 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 way you know beyond that, and, and letting this kind of affect them at all. It's it's if anything, it's just going to motivate them, and you want to send your guy out, yeah. you know, on, on a high and, note. And I guess right? the other side to it is that can create maybe too much pressure on yourself. But but I mean, the 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 part that doesn't translate is it's baseball. You'll get them next at bat. You'll get them tomorrow. So it, it is a little more scaled back atmosphere in that sense yeah i think so i mean i think i think you're right you know he was such a fan of corky palmer and a lot of people thought well when that time came he would follow the steps of corky and maybe announce midway through his last season okay this is going to be it for me but remember that the baseball landscape has changed since corky left and we're talking about the transfer portal all right had scott barry hypothetically said midway through the season this season i'm going to leave at the end of the year the transfer portal vultures and sharks would have been swimming and flying immediately saying okay your coach has already announced he's not coming back you know you need to start thinking about you know coming over which would have been tumult and chaos 
you know, amongst the Southern Miss players, and that would have been the fault of these other programs. But you can do that now. So I mean, well, the, not, the way not, that, not legally, you cannot. I mean, that's that's uh, of but, course not. Right, but you yeah. know what I'm talking. That's why you about. spell SEC with a dollar sign to start with. <laughs> but but you know what I'm talking about. No, it's that's a fair point. And and look, there's there's never a great time. But I mean, I think what the timing was is, hey, we want you to receive the recognition you deserve on your way out. Let's let's do it before the last weekend and uh, and Wait get as that. as late as yeah, you can sure. so that it doesn't allow these vultures and sharks to take advantage of a situation. Correct. Right. So, Cliff, you pitched at Southern Miss. It, let's assume for a moment that Oz is the is the new head coach. He's he's made his name being a pitching guru. Does he bring in a pitching coach, or does he continue to coach the pitching? Well, staff? I. If if I'm Coach Oz and and I've seen the way he, first and foremost, he, he is. I've seen the way he communicates. Uh, I've I've spent a lot of time around the field this year and last year, and he is an excellent communicator. First and foremost, with his guys, and uh, I've seen the way he handles recruits and and the parents. And um, I think to answer your question, Bob, I, I think he probably remains in charge of the pitching if i just think he's too good of a pitching coach honestly and he's he's proven that he can take a kid when they if i'm a parent of a recruit i want to know that my son is going to pitch for christian ostrander and he's going to take him when the moment he walks on on campus and that track record of progressing you know that's what i want to see as a parent and so and i I think you can do both i think i think you can absolutely do both uh, and then you, you turn the hitting and the offense over to, to an assistant. And in the words of the former Alabama coach, if I were a betting man, that's what I would put <laughs> that's where I would put my money on as well, is that Coach Ostrander will continue to what call. What are the odds of that? <laughs> what are the odds of that? I, I agree with Cliff 100%. I think that's yeah. what's going to happen. Uh, well, let's talk about the business at hand, though. Luke Johnson, really athletic uh Guy that does a play-by-play for Lafayette told us so yesterday. It's the most athletic team he's seen in 31 years. What do the Golden Eagles have to do to contain that? Yeah, Cliff, it's it's going to be interesting for me about how Scott decides to play it. Um, we, we know in the past it's been Blake Johnson's the more defensive catcher. But, I mean, Rodrigo had a great weekend last weekend. He threw a guy out. It just – you're going – they're going to steal bases on you. you there's no way that – you can't go into a weekend without saying a team that steals this much, we're going to everyone that they're going to stop. You told me a real interesting stat specifically tonight about Tanner Hall. Yeah, and and I won't. I'll go ahead and give it to you. I won't even save it for the broadcast tonight. But uh, obviously, on the Eagle obviously Louisiana has 153 stolen bases on the season. Tanner Hall has not given up a stolen base all year. He's only had three attempts against him all year. Only gave up two last year. So you're talking two successful stolen bases in 189 innings over the last two seasons from Tanner Hall. And we look, we, we talked with Coach Daggs yesterday, and we asked him, hey, what, what does that do for your approach? Are you are you aware of this number? And he said, oh, a- absolutely I'm aware of it. I've, I've watched a lot of Tanner Hall video, and he said, we, we will change our philosophy a little bit. But they, they are obviously still who they are. They're going to they're gonna try to swipe bags, and uh, that's a huge part of the weekend. That uh, and the, the pitching staff as a whole for Southern holds runners very well. Uh, and then, and then you know, I think we, we lead the conference in fewest stolen yeah. bases against. And so it'll be interesting what happens behind the dish as well. All right, we're at Columbia Block and Brick on Highway 98. Kelly's going to have some guests from this beautiful, beautiful store next. Super Talk Eagle Hour, Columbia Block and Brick in Hattiesburg.
Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour continues live on location today from Columbia Block and Brick on Highway 98 West, where I know you're going to be surprised, but it has begun to rain. Boy, have we had a lot of rain this spring. It has uh, really thrown a, a damper, no pun intended, on high school baseball playoffs. Summerall and Purvis supposed to play game two of their best of three game series tonight in Purvis. And of course, the Golden Eagles getting ready to play the Cajuns tonight. But we're not letting it stop the party here at Columbia Block and Brick. We're at one of their two locations also in Columbia. That would also make sense. Adam Pittman joins us as long as all as well as Josh Williamson, who is the proprietor at JBW Construction. And Adam, we thank you for having us out today as we are on the cusp now of the summertime school lets out at Southern Miss, the high school and public schools getting ready to let out. So all focus now on the porches, your outdoor patios, outdoor kitchens, and this is kind of your one stop shop for um, outdoor it used to be you know, the dad would go out and cook burgers on the grill, and that was about it. But we have gone to newer heights now. It's not just a grill anymore. It's outdoor kitchens. Tell us what's the very latest. All right. So if you're one of those guys that loves cooking on his Weber, there's definitely nothing wrong with Weber. It's a great grill. But, you know, it's a new era. Right. And the best room at your house is outside. So... Everybody is trying to get outside, and, you know, we don't just go out there and put a little charcoal on a Weber anymore. We have an all-inclusive. I mean, it's a kitchen, and some people have a nicer kitchen outside than they do inside because you get it, Kelly. You love grilling outside. Josh does. I mean, it's kind of our domain, right? Right. Um, so it's pretty typical people get a grill, and, you know, we've got these fantastic lifetime warranty grills by Fire Magic, Alfresco, lifetime warranty on the burners, the grates. I mean, it is a serious piece of hardware, and we don't just stop at a grill. I mean, you can't just have that. we got to have all the cabinetry to go with it because you're not going to just build some dainty little cabinets under there that are going to rust or going to rot over time. All this stuff is 304 stainless steel. Um, we are incredibly proud that all of it is made in America with American steel, right? Um, so it's refrigerators. we got these really cool big burners that could – Take a big griddle. So if you want to cook your breakfast, your bacon, your eggs, you like hibachi, um, it, we've got all that stuff. One of the most popular items to me, we got this pizza oven back there. It's insane. It will roll the pizza in two minutes. And they try to tell me to call it Pizza Plus um, because it, it's not just for pizza, right? I mean, we can do lobster mac and cheese. You can do uh, fillets in there on a cast iron skillet just like a Ruth Chris oven because it goes to 1,200 degrees. Uh, the day of just going outside and firing a grill anymore over. If you want to cook a five-course gourmet meal, we can do it all on the back porch. Well, the thing with the cabinetry and things, too, that you have to keep in mind in Mississippi with our high humidity levels and, of course, high temperatures, there's nothing that can ruin cabinetry and stuff like that, like humidity, warping, and things like that. But you guys have got all that stuff, taken, the science of all that taken care of as, as well. Oh, yeah. I mean, literally, we've had some kitchens in place that have been in place for, I don't know, 10, 12 years. The grill that we cook on here has been here since 2009. I think I got another one that's been out on at the lake house since 08. No problems on any of it. It lasts forever. It'll be the last grill you ever buy. I mean, how many times have you gone down from one of our big box stores here in town, bought a grill, had it two seasons, and it's like, golly, i got to load this piece of junk back up in my truck and figure out what I'm going to do with it to throw it away. Last grill you ever buy. But, hey, look. You know, we don't just stop there. You're going to be outside in your outdoor kitchen. Where are we going to sit? Right. 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 So 
we you come in, Josh here's bought tons of furniture from us to keep at his places. Same deal. The last piece of furniture he'll ever buy to sit outside. People come in sometimes and um, they're overwhelmed because we have so much furniture on the floor, loungers, deep seating, sofas, all of it. And it's not for your back porch. This stuff can go outside and get rained on. Last forever. Josh Williamson with JBW Construction. Of course, the the title Columbia Block and Brick would indicate you know brick obviously for for building. But uh, but as a as a contractor, this is you you start with the building, but it's kind of indoor and outdoor. Kind of tell us about the relationship that you've developed, Josh, with Columbia Block and Brick. Well, you know, a lot of it, a lot of this outside stuff has developed since COVID. You know, COVID has really brought more people outside you know cooking grilling patio furniture and that's where i've seen most of my customers where i can offer it as an incentive to buy a home when i can say hey you know we'll give you a credit at columbia block and brick to go buy you a nice grill or furniture and i know when they buy something here they've got something that's going to last them a lifetime now, do you help with designing some of this stuff too, Adam? The- oh, absolutely. And we've done some fantastic pool houses. Um, you know, I, you build a pool house, we really are the one-stop shop. You're going to get all the material for, you know, the hardscaping, the pool deck, the walls on the construction of the pool house, and, of course, the grills and furniture that we mentioned. But then, you know, we, we've got an in-house designer that it's simple. You can take a picture of something you scratch out on a napkin, and my in-house designer would come up with an elevation, top-down view, front view of the cabinetry, layout, dimensions, measurements. And then he also offers some suggestions. So he kind of puts his little uh, designer's touch on it to make sure it's exactly going to fit your space. And, um, you know, when we go through the revision process on that, we know it's not going to be exactly the way you want it first time. It, and it's a two-week deal. Now, Josh Williamson, there was you, you mentioned COVID, and, of course, the big discussion after COVID was the supply chain. You know, right. whether you wanted brick or you didn't, it didn't matter because a lot of it wasn't available. So where are we, and how is all that stuff going now? Are we getting back to, quote, unquote, normal? Will we ever see normal again? Uh, we have definitely gotten back as close as, as we've been since COVID to normal. Um you know, we still have trouble getting some things, uh, but nothing. We haven't had trouble getting any grills or patio furniture from Adam. That's that's for sure. Now, Adam, tell us about your two different facilities. You got the one here in Lake, uh, across from Lake Serene on Highway 98, but obviously the big facility in Columbia. Yeah. So here on 98, we call it the Columbia Block and Brick, and then the store we're sitting in right now, we refer to that as the outdoor store. Okay. And then in Columbia, you know, we have another showroom over there and another manufacturing facility over there where we um, we actually do a pretty heavy business in reclaim product. We take some of that reclaim brick and we cut pavers. We cut uh, tile for people to do on backsplashes and we do some special cutting for some other manufacturers that um, had some capacity constraints and that kind of leaned on us to help them out. Man, I'm looking out front right now. That rain is coming down. Yeah, it is. And we got that grill, I, I, that Fire Magic grill out there rolling. You can see the you can see the steam coming off of it. I, I, I'm pretty sure, Kelly, that we got some pork tenderloin sliders on that grill. I, I don't guess you'd turn one down, would you? I would turn one down. I wouldn't turn six or let seven me, down. Uh, you're going to be in luck. <laughs> let me let me step in, Adam. It's it's never happened and it never <laughs> will happen. Now now in 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 one of my houses, you guys put down what's called old Chicago. Oh yeah, gorgeous brick pavers. Now what is old Chicago? There's old St. Louis. W- what is that? Uh, educate just, me on that. Just as it says, you know, we've got some great vendors, some demo guys in Chicago, and we are bringing in four or five truckloads of Chicago brick weekly. Um, I, I sell a lot of them as solids for people um, that would be building an outdoor chimney, 
um, outdoor kitchen, pool house, new construction. But then, it, you know, exactly at your house, what what we did is we took them. And we took them to the plant, and I got these guys over there that are fantastic, these huge saws. I mean, you know, it's as big as a Volkswagen Beetle. And uh, those bricks just run a turntable all day, cuts them in half for your flooring application. So so these were these were bricks that were on old Chicago buildings from like the early 1900s they knocked these buildings down yes uh, oh and then, yeah and then you took those bricks and then cut them apart and now are using them for for floor pavers on floors yeah totally so like uh, the, the loads of brick that are coming in this week they were on a build and standing up somewhere in Chicago two weeks ago okay and you got old Chicago you got old st. Louis yep. old old Jackson no, no? So we so we do um you know we keep it simple we try okay. to we have four color ranges. Okay. St. Louis obviously comes out of St. Louis. Right. We have another one that we call Carolina, and um, it's more of a full range. And we, we tell people it's Carolina, but truth be told, I salvage that anywhere out of the East Coast. And then, um, you know, Hattiesburg is great. We have a local product in Hattiesburg called Riverside. It looks unique. It's all – it doesn't look like the other three. And um, we're fortunate enough that we get some product um, locally that – you know, would have otherwise gone to the dump or something like that. We can save this beautiful brick, cut it down for people to enjoy on this. Now, side. real quick, as we head into the summertime, you're, you're t- tell us about the special you got going with refrigerators. Right. People are putting together a porch, a new a new outdoor kitchen. So, if y'all are going to run an outdoor kitchen this year and you come see us at Columbia Block and Brick, obviously you're going to want a refrigerator, and we want to make sure you get everything you want. So, anybody doing an outdoor kitchen until we run out of refrigerators, and we've got a warehouse full of them, gets a free refrigerator with any outdoor kitchen build. So uh, take advantage of that. You know, those fridges are $1,200, something like that. Um, and, and it's a must outside. you got to have it by the pool to stay cool, right? Keep all your favorite beverages in there. Josh, have interest rates hurt the hurt home building at this point? It's Because it's it still looks like houses are going up all over the place. Um, it's it's hurt it in ways, and uh, it's, it's definitely slowed down on my end. Um, I'm, I've got more inventory right now than, than I've had in the previous three years. Um, you know, we're adjusting and, and we're building uh, more affordable houses right now to, uh, to compensate. Baby boomers are downsizing, aren't they? That's right. You know, we, we, were, we were selling a lot of houses uh, in the $500,000 range. Now we're selling more $300,000 range. Makes perfect sense. Not well, in Kelly's range, though. What's your range? It's uh, two million plus. Well, I don't want the IRS to know really my, you know, my business, as they say here. In the- hey, hey, Josh, <laughs> stay, stay away from Santer. <laughs> Adam Pippen and Josh Williamson. We are here at the outdoor store. That's of, right. Of Columbia Block and Brick on Highway 98, where it is pouring, but we're going to hammer some of those sliders, and we're going to continue to talk about Southern Miss baseball. Eagles and Cajuns getting ready for the final Sun Belt series of the regular season at Pete Taylor Park a little bit later on this afternoon. Cliff Russom will join us in just a moment because, well, he has nothing else to do today. And Luke and Bob will rejoin us as the Eagle Hour continues after this timeout. Southern Miss to the top. All right, welcome back, everybody. We're at the Columbia Block and Brick. You said the outdoor store. Outdoor store, yes. At Columbia Block and Brick on Highway 98. Appreciate Adam Pittman coming in and talking to us, and uh, as well as uh, Josh Williamson. And Adam will be back uh, cooking going on now. 
Well, they were cooking pork tenderloin out on the grill, but I don't know. It just fell off. A cat flood outside, so I'm not sure if that washed the grill away or not. No, it's still there, and it was actually cooking in the middle of the rain. Well, there you go. That speaks to the grill. That's what Josh was was telling us during the commercial break, Kelly, about these grills here at Columbia Black and Brick is – you know, he said it looks. He's had his what multiple years, and it looks brand new still. Even the furniture stuff. So yeah, good. good stuff. Beautiful stuff down here, man. This is really a beautiful showroom, and uh, we appreciate him having us down here, Cliff. We appreciate you coming on board and talk too much about the the upcoming game. And kind of give us your breakdown of what the Golden Eagles have to do to win this series this weekend. Hopefully, sweep the Cajuns. Yeah, and I'll I'll go with a different answer. I'm I'm usually going to say pitching because that's what I know, uh, they got to play defense. And, and that's to me, is the key to beating this Louisiana team is they're going to put pressure on you. You know they're going to run. They're going to bunt. Uh, and, and that's kind of their game is, is pitching and, and defense. And, and I think you've got to match that with them. And uh, you got to play defense and you got to get some timely hitting because they can, because they, they feel the ball so well. And uh, so, I mean, both Southern and, and this Louisiana team are both one and two in, in pitching and fielding. And so there's no surprise that they're, I think they're third right behind us in the conference. Uh, they run a lot. You, you showed us earlier that Tanner Hill virtually stops that. What is it he does that prevents teams from running the bases? Well, if you if you watch him, he's a he's he's first and foremost quick to the plate, uh, but you know stopping the run game is is more than just being quick to the plate. It's also mixing your looks up, which he does phenomenally. His his, his rhythm is you just can't get a read over there. You're so uncomfortable, uh, and then B. He just doesn't let many people on base, right? Like it, it's it's pretty simple math, and you look at the number of base runners uh, against Tanner, and it's just not many. So that that helps him obviously, but uh, it's it's the quick to the plate and the mixing the looks up. You know, talking about defense, guys. When we were at, we were at the ballpark earlier this morning shooting a TV commercial. I was amazed at Santa's speed when you were hitting them fly balls to him in center field. I, I thought it went down where you asked him at the end, Kelly, would you like to shag fly balls? And he said, no. No. I, I didn't. I didn't. You didn't even have to finish the question. You know, Cliff, I do want to ask you because it's uh, we, we've seen it. Coach Barry told us, I don't know, about a month ago, month and a half ago, when they started using the wristbands because we were waiting on them. What what all goes into that? I mean, is is there a screen on there? Are there lights on there? What all does that look like? There's both, honestly. It's pretty crazy, it really is. And in how technology has advanced the game, and it, it has made a huge. I mean, you look at some of these specifically Friday night games with with Tanner. How quick that! I mean, you look up and it's a, it's a two hour twenty minute game and it's over and you're in the parking lot, which I, I love. I mean, it's I can get on board with it. But to answer your question, uh, it, it's a wristband that right now just the pitcher catcher for USM are wearing. Uh, Coach Eyes, uh, I think Coach Eyes makes the call to Keller Bradford behind him in the dugout, and Keller's got this. Essentially, it's a remote control that he calls the pitch in, and it vibrates and it comes up a little screen on, on the pitcher and the catchers. You know, that's obviously what they're looking at on the wristband. So it's like and, curveball outside. I'm yeah, sure. right. Yeah, it gives it gives pitch and location, and, and you go from there. And I think what they're I think they're have already ordered. They're just waiting on, and I don't know if they'll get them this year or not. Obviously, it's late in the season, but you want your shortstop, your second baseman, your guys behind you, your defense to have that as well, so they know what pitch is, is called and, and they can kind of shift where they need to. And uh, I did see that Louisiana, all nine players on their field have these wristbands on, so they they use that as well. I want to go. I want to go back to when you talked about because uh, lots of times in baseball, particularly football, real bad at it. The nomenclature we use these phrases all the time, like changing up his looks. All right, when you're talking about Tanner Hall, 
And I, and I want to break that down a little bit because a lot of people go, I don't know what you mean by that. Does that mean combing his hair a different way? All right, obviously not. But when but when you're when you're pitching, when you mean changing up his looks, it means you know if you're trying to steal a base, one of the things the base runners are coached to do is see the similarities, right? If the pitcher does the same thing over and over, you're going to be able to know when he's going to go to the plate. So changing up his looks is changing the way that you. Yeah, you're you're changing the rhythm is all you're doing. You're coming set, right? You're you're one Mississippi. You're delivering. You're coming set. You're one Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi. You're delivering, and so you're doing. I mean, honestly, you're saying a lot to to break it down to. You want to make that runner uncomfortable at first base so they that he put, cannot read you. Correct. Correct. That that it's is a your guessing. That, that is your like when 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 I pitched and I I picked off. I was not picking off to pick it. I, I didn't pick off anybody. I could go back to little league. I was doing that just to show a move. And, and to kind of just break up a rhythm, get him uncomfortable. And then, it, look, if it's, I mean, stealing a bag is all about knowing what pitch to steal on and then jumps. That's it. I mean, being fast is obviously a part of it, but it's not as big as, as knowing what pitch to go on. And on the flip side, Jay Walker told us yesterday, you know, that, that this catcher for, uh, for, for Louisiana, he's really good. And, and Southern Miss, you know, we, Edsel and Dickerson have stolen bases this year, but I'm, uh, he might even put a dent into some of that this weekend. Yeah, he's 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 really good. I mean, that that year exactly right. He's first team All Conference last year, and uh, he's he's a big kid back there, and just a great presence back there. He he is uh, certainly will make a difference. It, back there. It's unique because you basically said, I don't know if we've played a team. Um, that could beat us this way. They're going to beat us on defense, and they're going to beat us on the bases. That just seems like a unique combination. Well, and that—that that is, they—they they are uh, of a culmination of their coach. I mean, that's what Matt Deggs does. That's who he is. That's his—that's his identity, and it's been everywhere he's coached. And he said it yesterday. He said, "I, you know, he coached at Texas Arcana Junior College. He said we set up a stolen base record there when I was the assistant at Texas A&M. We set a stolen base record there. I mean, this is just his offense, and and he's recruited and built this team around that. And and you're seeing that now." There are so many things because you got the, the Cajuns are on a winning streak right now. They've won what six in a row. You got the Eagles have won thirteen in a row. You got the news with Scott Barry. You've got the final regular season series for both of these teams that are jockeying for seedings in the tournament. I mean, there are so many, you know, bullet points under this series going into the last week. You couldn't ask for anything better. No, we, be and you kind of circled it on the on the schedule when it came out. To you begin kinda, with. You kind of knew it. And you didn't think it was going to be like this because we, you know, we lost the first series against Texas State. Louisiana took them a while to get their wheels under them. But, I mean, it's exactly what yeah. we said to start the season. Cliff, uh, what explain to our listeners the timing rule that pitchers are dealing with now. I'll be honest. I don't really know it. I think it's 25 second, I think, is, is what it is. But, you know, it's funny to me how it's it's really – not a, even a thing anymore, right? The first couple weekends, you saw some some called uh, timing there and, and uh, some balls and some strikes for the hitters. But um, I, I haven't seen a, a pitch clock call in the last several weeks that I can remember. Maybe, maybe one, uh, but I, not not many at all to where it's affected uh, a pitcher out there at all. But I th- I'm, I'm pretty sure it's 25 seconds from the time. Uh, I guess maybe you you get on the rubber and there's an umpire. You know the umpire's got something in his pocket. He's hitting and yeah. well, it, it doesn't vibrates. Make any sense and, to me because you want to speed the game up there, and then you you'll question every close call at first base, and they'll leave the field, disappear, look at the look at the tape, and then come back. Why don't we just leave baseball? Alone? I, I got to say though, Bob, I I, do, I love the pitch clock. I really do. And I, 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 lo- I think it has done exactly what it's designed to do. And that it's sped the game up, and and you know, I, I my 
I'm just glad it hasn't affected any games, which I think it's done. Like, I think people are just so used to it now. It's become a part of the game and, and part of the yeah. well, pitchers. I don't disagree. Uh, and I agree with you this. This is a weeknight game. I'm all for a two-hour and 15-minute game tonight. And uh, play the ball, win the game, go home. Right? Absolutely, yeah. No, I, I think it's done exactly what it's designed to do. I, I like I like the pitching clock rule, but I, I, don't, I also like the human element of umpires. Sometimes they're going to get it wrong. It's amazing to me statistically how many they get right. Mm-hmm. It is amazing in a game that people criticize as being slow, but a lot of those are bang-bang plays, and it's did, amazing. Did you detect that after that Bengal Super Bowl, that he likes the way the officials call games, and sometimes they just get it wrong? Yeah, I mean, just criticizing Saints fans for legitimate beefs for the NFL. Uh, all I said is you can't touch Tom Brady. You can beat Joe Burrow to death, but you can't touch Tom Brady. 30-30 tuck rules on last night. And, and, now, right. and now you can't touch uh, Pat. Mahomes. So, no, so basically, cool. what's got to happen this weekend for the Eagles to get the one seed? And where it comes in next Wednesday when we're in Montgomery, if the Eagles are the two seed, they'll play at 1230. If the Eagles are the one seed, they'll play at 730. But, Cliff, we're all Marshall Hurt fans this weekend. We are Marshall. Um, are you going to pull out your Marshall flag? It's not going to happen. <laughs> But it's baseball. Anything. Yeah. It, is, anything? it is a long shot, but you're right. It, it is baseball. I've seen crazier things. You think there's a chance? Always a chance, yeah. yeah. Until that last out is made, there's there's always a chance. All right, we want your before you leave. We want your prediction of the final regular season series. I'm going sweet for the Eagles. Wow. Sponsored by <laughs> Janet King, the king of cleaning. <laughs> Janet King has been cleaning out dugouts throughout the year at Pete Taylor Park, and Janet King will soon clean yours out. Yeah, but but it, I mean, it is going to be. It is it. For me, the series kind of rests on what happens tonight. And it's it's can the Eagles, through Tanner and the catcher and defense, can they neutralize it? Yeah, that? you don't want to make that more than the game itself, though, yeah. right? I mean, that, that is who they are, but you still got to play. If you're Southern Miss, you play your game and, and, and don't let that come into effect. Um, they have brought food. food. They brought food. Sliders from the grill. This is what we like a lot when our clients bring us food. Cliff, thank you, man, always. Yeah, thank you all. We appreciate you helping us See, out. See, sliders, because that's one of Tanner Hall's best pitches, all right? Speaking of Tanner Hall, they yeah. just brought sliders. All right, Adam Pittman <laughs> returns. We're going to wrap our broadcast up here from uh, the outdoor store at Columbia Blockenburg. To the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. Back at Columbia Block and Brick, the outdoor store, Highway 98. Hey, um, Bob, that uh, pork sliders, they are pretty good. Kelly, how many did you eat? Just one? Well, he's pulled, he did. Well, he actually pulled well, the He clutch. that one. Give me time. I mean, Adam, Adam put a plate of sliders here for us all to eat. Have you noticed that Santa moved the plate right over there? It's really good. Him? Yeah, it, it was. It's and it, reminiscent and it was, of the licking donut episode that time at the radio station. <laughs> we won't bring that back up. 
But uh, yeah, ab- absolutely. We, we want to talk more about the equipment that uh, that this was just cooked on. Adam, um, I was amazed by the temperature and the small length of time it took to make those pork sliders that we are eating right now. Yeah, you, you start with the right kind of equipment outside. You can really do some things. So we were cooking on a Fire Magic 36-inch standalone grill. Um, you know, I, like I told you, it took 10 minutes, right? And they're perfect. Well, at 800 degrees, you can really do some cooking. And, and you know, two things happen, right? When you cook at a heat like that, you're caramelizing the sugars on the outside of the pork. Some of the marinade gets a little caramelized. And, of course, who doesn't like those grill marks to make it look pretty? It does all of that. And then, of course, we let it rest for five minutes, and it finished cooking in the pan. Hey, Josh Williamson was talking earlier a little bit about about the some of the outdoor furniture that you've that you've got here, and one of the things that he noted, and I and I think it's it's certainly worth worth path, passing on, is he said one of the things that he likes as a contractor about this furniture is look if. Let's just be honest. If if a person is shopping price, this this is not not where you want to go, right? Because this stuff is high end. But but when you're spending this kind of money, it, you're going to get quality that lasts a long time. Because some of that stuff is you're cheap, saving money in the long run. Cheap junk that you get, you're going to have to replace all the time. Oh yeah. So Josh bought his first set of furniture from us ten years ago. He still has it on his back porch. I think I was there. We were grilling uh, last weekend out there and. Looks brand new, just like the day we delivered it to him. Comfortable, really nice. He bought us another set uh, this week. Actually, he's loading it up now in the truck um, that's going to his place at Bay St. Louis because he knows. He knows that he's going to have it 15 years from now. It's going to look good. It's going to be comfortable. It's going to last, especially in Bay St. Louis when you've got some salt air. Look, he's just not going to have any issue of it. And, And to me... The anxiety and the hassle of hauling off that old group that's tattered and worn every two to three years is a real chore. This takes that out of the, um, totally out of the equation. Enjoy it. Have it. No question. And you have an entire outdoor kitchen set you can set up for folks, right? Oh, yeah. The, like we were talking about earlier, the whole thing. I mean, if you want to go pizza oven, refrigerator, grill, burner, um, ice maker, vent hood, all of it. I mean, the warming drawer. If you can put it inside in your kitchen, mm-hmm. um, I've got it for outside. Well, could there be a better time of the year to come down here and, and get a grill in an outdoor kitchen? I mean, you're you're right on the sea. People still have time to get up with you to get their super regional and, and Omaha uh, watch parties available for their stuff for Ooh, like the Eagles the, in Omaha. I like the way the you're Barry talking. Swan song. I like here the we way go. you're talking, Luke. It's yeah. funny you say that. Super Bowl parties. Golden Eagle baseball. Anytime we get a real event, you know, any of the Mississippi teams, when they make it, we see furniture sales and grill sales happening because they're perfect for a party. That's, just, that's interesting, isn't it? This is the they're, time of the year, though, right? This is the season. This is the season. We're It's here. And, you know, people better show up quicker. They're not going to get the free refrigerator we're to, giving away. To, right. to provoke Bob to what he's been getting me all week. Bob, there's only going to be one postseason watch party in the state of Mississippi this year, correct? Is that what you... Yeah, that, what school would that be? It's not going to be up north. I don't think any of the northern schools... Are University of Mississippi-Oxford didn't qualify. I, I think they did. Mississippi State canceled all their games at the end of the year. They're not. But to quote Adam, Golden Eagle Baseball will be playing in the postseason. Golden Eagle Baseball. That is the school. It's the Southern Miss Golden Eagle. Adam, we're not, we're not self-righteous. We just... Are, we, are, we just... Throw it out there. Hey, Just I'm going to be at the Pete this afternoon watching the Eagles win. There's Boom. no doubt about it. 
I know. I don't know if you guys talked about this as well, but you got gorgeous brick for houses. You oh, just yeah. built a. They just built a bunch of houses in my neighborhood, and I think your company provided the brick. If it was pretty, we did. Some of the bricks just gorgeous, like that brick back there on that wall. I love that light colored. Well, that's the local salvage I was telling you about earlier. That's that is a reclaimed brick. We call it Riverside. It's it's out of. Um, you know, manufactured here in Hattiesburg around the turn How of the century. How many different styles of brick do you? Oh offer? my gosh! Don't even make me guess. Uh, two, three hundred. It, right? It's a lot. So if you're building a house, you can come down here and you can decide exactly what the exterior of your house. Man, is look I like. tell people that you certainly. Yeah, we're going to help you pick it out with a window, a shingle color, trim color. Out a contractor in here yesterday doing a shopping center in McGee. That's going to look fantastic. We sat down with the Sherwin Williams paint swatch. We had his ephus color, his trim color, brick color. We did mortar color. Boom, it was done. And I can't wait to see that building go up. Yeah. But you know, I tell people, you know, I can sell you everything you need from your house, all the way from the concrete block on the foundation, and we'll do the finishing touch on the pillows on your couch that you sit outside by the pool. If they had NIL deals when you were younger, Bob, you could have had a, a brick deal because I've seen you shoot a basketball. <laughs> So it would <laughs> it would have been a, it would have been perfect. You I know? saw you chasing a fly ball of those. Here at <laughs> yeah. All I can say is my seat for the show has been absolutely fantastic. It was yes. an ugly sight. Yeah. Oh, guilty as charged. Right. You like the Eagles in a sweep, Adam, this weekend? Absolutely. Okay. To Let's the top, go, boys. Let's go, Adam. Thanks for having. Oh man, guys, thank y'all for coming out. We always enjoy talking Golden Eagle baseball. We've never been in a better environment than right here doing this show. Do we have to go? No. This is beautiful. They brought food. We're sitting. In comfortable furniture. All right, Adam, thanks again, man. That wraps us up. Back on the air tomorrow at 1 o'clock. See you at the peak tonight. Until then, Southern Men. To the top. Time keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping into the future. I want to fly like an eagle to the sea. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.